And welcome back to another episode of Year-Round Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Troy Michael. Today, we're just going over news. Camp has finally started. Oh, it's beautiful. We have actual news to report on. It's not the same made-up bullshit we've been talking about for the past three months. We get to talk about Kyle Pitts with a leg brace on. What the fuck? Apparently, he put it on on his right knee, uh, but he takes it off when he's running routes. So, like, I don't know. I've never had to wear a leg brace. I don't know how common they are, but I know I've never thought to myself, you know what? I need a fucking leg brace. So I want to keep an eye on this one, especially because Kyle Pitts is like a pretty high draft pick. He's like in the sixth round for a lot of mock drafts I've been doing. And before I spend a sixth round uh, draft capital, I'm going to keep an eye on that guy. Holy crap. A leg brace. And it's like week one of camp. Good Lord. Uh, Cole Komet got paid. He got a four-year, $50 million contract extension. Uh, for what, dude? I mean, he got 500 yards last year. You you caught 500, uh, 500 balls 50 balls that's it 50 balls and that got you an insane contract like that maybe they're just building around fields to make them feel better but tight end Cole Komet for Chicago got paid and I still can't figure out why exactly uh, Chris Godwin's feeling better for those who don't remember he came off the pup I believe last year he missed the first what four or five games came off the pup and was not the Chris Godwin that we remember. He was kind of like a shell of himself. But as the season went on, he got better and better. Uh, but now he is still starting to, he's feeling good ahead of 2023. In other words, he's still not fully healthy. Uh, this camp, I would keep an eye on it. I keep an eye on whether or not they have a rep um, uh, count on him to see how many reps are allowing him to play every game. Uh, but that's something I'm going to keep an eye on. I mean, last year was only... Um, uh, it, it wasn't his 104 catches that he had the previous year in the 1,000, the 15 touchdowns. No, it was a much different year for him. It was certainly a down year, and I'm a little worried because the quarterbacks are Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask, and I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like. I don't even know which one I want. I think I want Baker out of that just because I think Baker's better at YOLO balls, but I guess we'll figure out as the season goes on, but he is starting to feel better, but man, that just goes to show you, you don't draft people right out of injury like that because they don't come back like 100% immediately. It takes months. So that is kind of my rule this year is to stay away from players that were injured the previous year. And I know everybody's on the Javante Williams train thinking he's going to start but, man, he had a super-duper injury early last year. And, he's yes, he is already back at camp. I don't believe they have him throttled for reps. But I don't think anyone is truly healthy right out of the gate. But maybe I'm wrong. Javante Williams is super young. Um, uh, Jalen Guyton, wide receiver for Chicago. Uh, Chicago. L.A. Chargers, he does land up on the pup list. Uh, so keep an eye on that. If, if This is more of a dynasty thing. I don't think anyone is going out and redraft going for Jalen Guyton. Antonio Gibson is expensive. Expected to be the third down back. So keep an eye on that. I know Gibson has a lot of hearts. Like a lot of people love that guy. They think he's ultra talented. They want to draft him as a starting running back. But it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. It looks like he is going to be the third down back. At least as far as they plan to use him for camp right away. And uh, Anthony Richardson is working behind Gardner. So keep that in mind. I like Gardner. I think he does a great job. I think he is a he's probably one of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. I, I really enjoy him. It looks like Anthony Richardson has not overtaken him yet. And frankly, 
they, he might not. I mean, Anthony Richardson, we're all, we all know he will be the starter. They draft they spent a lot of draft capital on him. But right now it's Minshew, and there's a reason, because he's good. So if I were them, I would work him behind uh, um, Gardner and let him marinate for the first, you know, six to eight games. And if they hit a slump, I mean, let's be honest, they're going to hit a slump. It's the Indianapolis Colts. Then you could go ahead and throw him in there. But I would not throw him in right away. I don't see a big benefit with that. All he's going to do is just get his shit pushed in and get beat up and have to run the ball a lot. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, something to keep in mind, is still not 100%. This guy's going as like a top 9, 10, 11 pick right now in a redraft, uh, and he's still not 100% from his injury last year. I mean, this guy is never fucking healthy. I'm in a draft, uh, not a draft, I'm in a fantasy league where I'm drafting at the 11, and Jonathan Taylor is on the board for like every mock, and I'm kind of nervous about it. It makes me not want to grab him. It makes me want to go like a Nick Chubb route or something like that. And and I'm pretty nervous about it, especially because he's still not 100%. They don't have a solid quarterback. We're just talking about Gardner Minshew. Uh, Gardner Minshew is not anyone you need to really worry about with wide receivers. So you have an opportunity to stack the box and things like that. So Jonathan Taylor's not necessarily off my draft board, but in the first round, I think after this report, especially that he's not healthy, he might be off my first round draft board. So Javante Williams is uh, the running back in Denver. He is in practice and he's uh, there on the first day camp and everybody thought there's no way he would uh, recover that quickly, but it looks like he is. But then again, I was just bitching about don't draft injury players coming out of injury. You know what? I mean, if this guy's available in the third or fourth round, I might take a shot on it. You know, any running back for Sean Payton is always a good running back. But at the same time, I'm I'm kind of leery. Like, if there's a better option, a less risky option, I don't want to burn a third or fourth round draft pick in fantasy football if I don't have to. Me, I think if you do go Javante Williams, you got to be smart. You got to wait till like the sixth round and grab uh, Samaje Pirine. He is the one they hired to back up. Or worst case scenario, they use them both and they do a running back by committee like they did with Melvin Gordon and that would fuck up everything for fantasy football but to be honest with you it's probably better for the player and better for the team uh Zach Ertz as if you're just fucking dying to go to Arizona and draft one of their tight ends for fantasy football I mean I know I'm not especially because Kyler Murray might not even start uh he's not cleared to even start practice uh he was injured again just like he's always injured poor Zach Ertz has had a really rough career sure Philly was was solid for a couple of years, but after that, it's been one injury plagued year after another. I mean, he um, he did have to have surgery to repair his ACL and MCL on his left knee. I mean, I'm just kind of you know, obviously, I'm not excited about anything in Arizona, uh, but keep an eye on Zach Ertz because the tight end market is thin. Uh, Marvin Mims, wide receiver for Denver, uh, should be healthy soon. Uh, he is not practicing fully. He did have a hamstring injury, but I mean, this is that time of year. If you're going to get your hamstring injuries in now, get them now and not during the season. Uh, Stefan Diggs, supposedly everything is smoothed over and they're on the same page. Tell me they didn't have an office conversation where they sat around and yelled at each other for 45 minutes and they said, look, you're going to play for us. You can't fucking hold out because when you hold out in this modern contract, you go broke and we can't even forgive it. It's like in the contract not to be able to forgive um, people who are holding out. So I think they just decided to play nice. I hope that translates on the field. Supposedly, they're all on the same page and it's a big, beautiful kumbaya. But man, Stefan Diggs, man, what happened? 
You are such a head case. We haven't had a head case like you since like Antonio Brown. I don't know why you get so agitated and so worked up over nothing. I mean, all these teams have done is pay you and pepper you with targets, and all you do is bitch and moan. Good Lord, Stefan. Uh, Noah Fant is, was placed on the pump. Um, he had an undisclosed um, uh, injury, and we're sure not sure why, but it is early on the season. They don't have the same rules they have during the season where they have to like put them on the pump and wait like four or six games. It's not like that before the season you could be on pup one day and off the next um Chris Olave is building chemistry with uh, Derek Carr. Looks like they're on the same page. I haven't uh, heard much about Michael Thomas uh, and, and and Derek Carr uh, building chemistry. I think Michael Thomas is still nursing a, a, a foot injury. I don't, it's like year th- two of the foot injury. It's like, come on, dude, just fucking figure it out. But uh, Chris Olave would be my target there in, um, in New Orleans if I am going to draft a wide receiver. And I do think Chris Olave could have a great season because you got Derek Carr. And Derek Carr is kind of a stud with, you know, getting uh, goo-goo eyes for one wide receiver like uh, Devontae Adams. And look what he did for him last year. Nobody had any faith in it. And he was able to sit there, target the hell out of him. And now we have uh, Derek Carr targeting Chris Olave. So pretty excited about that. Um, C.D. Lamb is healthy to start this season. Uh, He did have a leg injury that he was nursing um, in practice. And it looks like he's already... um, uh, off the injury list and back practicing again. Michael Pittman does take the first reps to open the camp. I hope so. <laughs> it's Michael Pittman. I mean, isn't he their number one wide receiver? You would never know that if you drafted him last year. It was dog shit. But I think uh, he's got to be the number one wide receiver. If not, who's it going to be? I mean, give me a break. Uh, uh, in Detroit, uh, Sam Laporta, uh, tight end, he earns the first team reps. You know, good for him. I think that's great. Uh, but again, I'm not going for a tight end in Detroit. Uh, Khalil Herbert is sharing the first team reps running back uh, for Chicago. Uh, Tim Devonta Vorman are splitting the first team reps. If I had to bet who's uh, going to win that, who's going to win that? Um, job. My money would be on Khalil Herbert. He's younger. Um, he hasn't had the insane injury history that Deontay Foreman did. If you followed Deontay at all, he did have an Achilles injury like two or three years ago that really messed him up. And skills positions with Achilles are never a good thing. So with that said, um, I'm really kind of curious how this battle is going to go. But if I was a betting man, I'd go on uh, Khalil. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, uh, there's no update on the injury. Um, He did, uh, I think he started out on the pup as well. He had an undisclosed injury as according to John Harbaugh. So something to monitor. Poor J.K. just can't get healthy. But I do want a running back um, in Baltimore. I just don't know who it's going to be. Tyrion Davis-Price, running back for San Francisco. He looks quicker in practice. Well, dude, I mean... You already missed your opportunity last year. You had an opportunity to start, and you did not capitalize on it. He was a high draft pick. He was like a third or no, no, second or third round draft pick for the San Francisco 49ers. But since then, you got Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you also have Elijah Mitchell. So I don't think I'm excited to draft a third uh, tier running back. This is more of a dynasty or keeper thing, I guess. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, they are increasing his practice reps. Uh, he's in seven-on-seven drills. Yeah, things are looking more positive for him, but again, the one I want to target is Jerick McKinnon in uh, Kansas City. I'm not sure if he's going to be the healthy, be as healthy for the start of the season. 
CJ Uzama is clear to practice again, getting off a leg injury. Uh, he did pass his physical, but I'm not excited for a tight end for the Jets right away. Uh, Nick Bosa looks like he's going to do a holdout. He was reported to the um, did not report list, so he wants a new contract. And you know what? He's a stud. Pay the man. Pay the man all the money he wants. Um, who else we got? Aaron Rodgers. He did something brilliant. He reworked his contract. That way he could spend even more money on the team because he said, fuck it. I want a ring, and he's going to do everything he can. This is what Brady used to do. And rather than going, I want $50 million a year, I want $55 million a year, I want to be the next richest guy, he said, no, I want a ring. I already got all the money I need. What I need now is a ring because, I mean, let's be honest, Aaron Rodgers has one ring. With all that success he's had, he's got one. You have um, Brett Favre, he's got one ring, and he's a Hall of Famer. And then you got a guy like Eli Manning, he's got two fucking rings, two Nobody talks about Eli Manning being a Hall of Famer, but everybody does talk about Aaron. Everybody does talk about Brett Favre, but nobody talks about Eli Manning being a Hall of Famer, and he's literally got twice the rings as uh, Aaron Rodgers and or uh, Brett Favre. So I love that Aaron is is finally getting it, and, and good for him. Uh, Dawson Knox, he's back at practice. He had a lower leg injury. That's fine. Uh, Cooper Cup, uh, remember he was injured last year. He attended the practice on Wednesday, uh, but he did not practice exactly, but he was there. So something to keep in mind because he's a top five pick this year, and we all know that um, the other wide receiver just left town. So it's going to be the Cooper Cup show, and as long as he's healthy, it should be a phenomenal pick. I'm excited to grab him at the five. I don't mind that at all. Uh, But again, if he's not healthy, (laughs) I want nothing to do do with that i don't like injured players coming back the next year uh andy dalton uh he was passed over already so i mean they thought he would be the quarterback one but it doesn't look like that's the way it's going to be in carolina so just something to keep in mind uh dalvin cook is visiting the jets Dalvin, uh, man, he can't find a home. If he goes to the Jets, he's going to piss off so many Brees Hall fans because I bet they're going to end up sharing reps. And lastly, uh, Jackson Smith-Najigba, JSN, is impressing early in camp. Um, I don't think, I, yeah, I might grab him if I'm looking for like a keeper league or dynasty. Dynasty, he's already gone, but in like a keeper league this year. But other than that, like I don't think I want the third target for uh, Geno Smith. With that said, it's unless there's an injury to DK uh, or or Lockett, I don't think he's going to be relevant in in a redraft league. So that's all I have for the news. It is nice to actually have news, and more news comes in every day. So I'll keep covering it. I'll keep coming out with mock drafts. I'll keep ranking my players up to the start of the season, and I'm excited to talk fantasy football with everybody. And I hope you have an amazing day.